Is Archangel Michael, the Angel of Mercury, actually Jesus? Greetings mortals, welcome back to the channel. I'm your host Simon, you are tuning in to the Library of Gnosis. Michael means he who is like Al. In this case, Al refers to a name for God. The earliest surviving mentions of his name are in a 3rd and 2nd century BC Jewish works often but not always apocalyptic, where he is the chief of the angels and archangels and responsible for the care of Israel. The earliest surviving mention of Michael is in a 3rd century BC Jewish apocalypse, the book of Enoch. This lists him as one of the seven archangels. The remaining names are Uriel, Regiel, Raphael, Sariel, Gabriel and Remiel, who according to a slightly later work, the book of Tobit, stand ready and enter before the glory of the Lord. The fact that Michael is introduced in both works without explanation implies that readers already knew him and other named angels, which in turn implies that they are earlier than the late 3rd century BC, the earliest possible date of the relevant passages in the book of Enoch. He is mentioned again in the last chapter of the book of Daniel, a Jewish apocalypse composed in the 2nd century BC, although set in the 6th, in which a man clothed in linen, never identified but probably the archangel Gabriel, tells Daniel that he and Michael, your prince, are engaged in battle with the prince of Persia, after which, at the end time, Michael the great prince who protects your people will arise. Enoch was instrumental in establishing the preeminent place of Michael among the angels or archangels, and in later Jewish works he is said to be their chief. Meditating the Torah, the law of God, and standing at the right hand of the throne of God. In the traditions of the Qumran community, he defends or leads the people of God in the eschatological, i.e. end-time battle, and in other writings he is responsible for the care of Israel, and he may be the one like a son of man mentioned in Daniel 17.13, and the commander of the heavenly armies. He is Israel's advocate, contesting Satan's claim to the body of Moses. He intercedes between God and humanity, and serves as a high priest in the heavenly sanctuary, and he accompanies the souls of the righteous dead to paradise. Which means he's a psychopomp, just like our boy Hermes. The seven archangels, or four, the traditions differ, but always include Michael, were associated with the branches of the menorah. The sacred seven-branched lampstand in the temple as the seven spirits before the throne of God, and this is reflected in the revelations of John 4-5, quote, From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder, and before the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. Michael is mentioned explicitly in Revelation 12-7, where he does battle with Satan and casts him out of heaven, 
so that he no longer has access to God as accuser, his former role in the Old Testament. The fall of Satan at the coming of Jesus marks the separation of the New Testament from Judaism. In Luke 22:31, Jesus tells Peter that Satan has asked God for permission to sift the disciples, the goal being to accuse them. But the accusation is opposed by Jesus, who takes on the role played by the angels, and especially by Michael in Judaism. Michael is mentioned by name for the second time in the epistle of Jude, a passionate plea for believers in Christ to do battle against heresy. In verses 9 and 10, the author denounces the heretics by contrasting them with the archangel Michael, who, disputing with Satan over the body of Moses, quote, did not presume to pronounce the verdict of slander, but said, the Lord punish you. According to rabbinic tradition, Michael acted as the adequate of Israel and sometimes had to fight with the prince of other nations, and particular with the angel Samuel, Israel's accuser. Michael's enmity against Samuel dates from the time when the latter was thrown down from heaven. Samuel took hold of the wings of Michael, whom he wished to bring down with him in his fall. But Michael was saved by God. The idea that Michael was the advocate of the Jews became so prevalent that, in spite of the rabbinic prohibition against appealing to angels as intermediaries between God and his people, Michael came to occupy a certain place in the Jewish liturgy. The rabbis declared that Michael entered into his role of defender at the time of the biblical patriarchs. Rabbi Eliezer ben Jacob said that Michael rescued Abraham from the furnace in, into which he had been thrown by Nimrod. It is claimed that it was Michael, the one that had escaped Genesis 14.13, who told Abraham that Lot had been taken captive and who protected Sarah from being defiled by Abimelech. It is also said that Michael prevented Isaac from being sacrificed by his father by substituting a ram in his place. He saved Jacob, while yet in his mother's womb, from being killed by Samuel. Later, Michael prevented Laban from harming Jacob. Michael was venerated as a healer in Prigia, modern-day Turkey. The earliest and most famous sanctuary to Michael in the ancient Near East was also associated with healing waters. It was the Michaelion built in the early 4th century by Constantine the Great at Chaldeon, on the site of an earlier temple of Sosetinion. Epiphanes of Salamis referred in his Coptic Arabic Hexameron to Michael as a replacement of Satan. Accordingly, after Satan fell, 
Mikael was appointed to the function Satan served when he was still one of the noble angels. A painting of the archangel slaying a serpent became a major art piece in the Mikaelion after Constantine defeated Licinius near there in 324. This contributed to the standard iconography the developed of Archangel Mikael as a warrior saint slaying a dragon. The Mikaelion was a magnificent church and in time became a model for hundreds of other churches in Eastern Christianity. These spread devotions to the Archangel. In the 4th century, Saint Basil the Great homily placed Saint Michael over all the angels. He was called Archangel because he heralds other angels. The title Archangelus being used of him in Jude 1 9. Into the 6th century, the view of Michael as a healer continued in Rome. After a plague, the sick slept at night in the church of Castel Sant'Angelo, dedicated to him for saving Rome, waiting for his manifestation. Now, here's where things get really interesting. Seventh-day Adventists believe that Michael is one of the many titles applied to Jesus. According to Adventists, such a view does not in any way conflict with the belief in his full deity and eternal pre-existence, nor does it in the least disparage his person and work. According to Adventist theology, Michael was considered the eternal word and the one by whom all things were created. The word was then born incarnate as Jesus. They believe that the name Michael signifies one who is like God. And as the archangel or chief or head of the angels, he leads the angels and thus the statement in Revelation 12.7 identifies Jesus as Michael. Michael is the angel correlated with our favorite planet Mercury. If you have watched my previous broadcast on Hermes, you will know that I personally think that Hermes is Jesus. He is, as his Roman name, Mercury, betrays the power in charge of the planet, just like Michael. Uh, for those of you who are new here, I will briefly explain the wisdom of the serpent. According to Gnostic lore, Jesus was the serpent in the Garden of Eden who instead of causing the fall of man, actually allowed humans to evolve to higher consciousness. If you have ever visited a hospital, you should be familiar with the snake, as it is on the Cadicius. This is the healing spirit which allowed us to evolve. Mikael means he who is like El. He is said to sit at the right hand of God, just like Jesus. It is no coincidence that he is the angel of Mercury. Jesus came to earth to be a messenger of the divine. He is called a prince, but I think perhaps Michael is a king. THE king. It is said that Michael is the soul closest to God just like Jesus. 
It is interesting that portrayals of him show him fighting a serpent, but I think this is an inversion. I think he is actually the serpent himself. I saved the best for last, but I think we are coming to the end of this broadcast. Thank you for watching, and if you feel so inclined, you can check out my Patreon if you wish to support my work. Feel free to share the video too, and I'll see you next time around, mortal. Have a good one.